welcome to another episode of the Men and Tides podcast. It is WrestleMania week, and I'm going to get my thoughts and predictions for WrestleMania 38, the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania event in history. Uh, but before I get into that, I'm going to talk about the 2022 class of the WWE Hall of Fame, because got some more inductions announced uh, this week, uh, which I believe is going to be the final inductions, because the Hall of Fame is induction ceremony is this Friday, immediately after SmackDown. Well, not immediately, but 30 minutes after SmackDown, exclusively on Peacock in the United States and on the WWE Network everywhere else around the world. And we got the Hall of Fame Inductions, of course, it is headlined by The Undertaker going in after a uh, amazing and phenomenal 30-year career in the WWE. Uh, obviously, this is an induction that a lot of fans are very excited about, including myself. Undertaker is my number two favorite wrestler of all time, so I'm excited to see that and hear uh, his speech. I'm hoping he's going to get a lot of time to give a speech. Um uh, not sure how open he's going to go and how long he's going to go and speak uh, with this acceptance speech, but I imagine he's going to go into quite a bit of detail, maybe share a few stories since he's been a lot more open in interviews in the last few years uh, since the Broken Skull sessions and then announcing his retirement on the Last Ride documentary, And but that's really exciting and I can't wait to see him being inducted. This is, this is an induction that is very well deserved in the Hall of Fame video package that they uh, did for him. Probably the best Hall of Fame package I've ever seen for any WWE superstar being into the Hall of Fame. And we also have uh, Big Van Vader, uh, the late Leon White. And this is cool. I'm happy he's finally being inducted, but I'm just disappointed that he's uh, not alive anymore to be able to accept this and give a good speech because this is one that I've been wanting to see and hear for a very long time, especially since he was there, I think for WrestleMania 32 to induct uh, Stan Hansen. Um, so I was hoping that he would have been inducted the following year uh, for WrestleMania 33, but obviously that was not the case and he passed away a few years ago, but he's finally being inducted this year for 2022 and I'm pretty sure his son is going to be the one to accept the induction on his behalf. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, or hearing some stories from, from his son, uh, if we get any from that. And then we also have, uh, Queen Charmel, the wife of WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. This is one I've seen a lot of people kind of whatever about, you know, it's like, oh, she didn't really do much in her career, blah, 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 which I get it. But, you know, she's, I mean, not just the wife of Booker T. She was also a Nitro girl in WCW, and she was also the um, manager valet for Kiwi. Anyone who remembers him from WCW, um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, she's probably gonna give a fun little speech as well. So that's pretty cool. And then the one that actually really surprised me that they just announced this week, the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott Steiner are going to be into the Hall of Fame, inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, which is awesome. Another, They're another team who definitely deserves that. Uh, it's just, it surprises me because, of course, we all know the history of Scott Steiner with WWE and his, um, well, not so nice things that he's said about WWE over the last almost 20 years um, based on his experience that he had when he returned in 2002 and in 2003, the, f the stuff that he had on with uh, Triple H and whatever else that went on behind the scenes that, you know, only people who know are the people who were there. Uh, and obviously I wasn't there, so I don't know. But 
yeah, a lot of the ill feelings and bad blood that Scott Snyder seemed to have and resentment that he has seemed to have for WWE um, appears to have been squashed. Um, very likely it's because of the nephew, Braun Breaker, uh, being in NXT and having a good run uh, so far. So, you know, maybe he was the one that patched things up between Scott and WWE. So, that, that'll be a lot of fun to see uh, the scene here, the speech we're gonna, that we might get from Scott and from Rick. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just very surprising, very interesting that, that we are getting Scott Steiner in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, especially because I think, I think he had said that he was never going to accept an induction from WWE if they ever offered one to him. But, hey, times change, people change, so cool. Can't wait to see the Hall of Fame this Friday after SmackDown, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Peacock in the U.S. and WWE Network everywhere else around the world. And then, of course, we also have uh, NXT uh, Stand and Deliver, which that card looks pretty solid. Let me look over the matchups for that we have. Uh, we have for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, Toxic Attraction, which is, of course, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane taking on the reunited Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. That's right, reunited on NXT this week, so that's going to be a pretty fun and exciting match. Um, do I think that Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are going to win? Maybe. I mean, I... I mean, they probably very likely is going to be that because um I don't know, I mean why not why why shouldn't they win um but yeah that one's gonna be a pretty fun match I am a fan of Dakota Kai and I do like Toxic Attraction so that's gonna be a fun match for sure and yeah I'll just go ahead and say my prediction for that is going to be Raquel and Dakota Kai to become the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions and we have the Fatal Five Way Ladder Match for the North American Championship Champion Carmelo Hayes defending against Santos Escobar, Sola Sequoia, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes um, and. Cameron Grimes is very clearly the sentimental favorite for the fans, uh, especially after the segment uh, that was on NXT last week where he opened up about his father uh, passing away not some time ago, uh, which, I mean, hit very close to home for me. Um, but, so, yeah, he's the sentimental favorite, and I hope he wins. I am a fan of him for sure. Been a fan of his since he, I first learned of him on when he was in impact wrestling under his name trevor lee while managed with by shane helms and uh, going for the uh x division championship there and uh this one's gonna have a lot of crazy high spots for sure i mean it's a ladder match it's wrestlemania weekend uh it's a multi-man ladder match so definitely gonna have some crazy spots um i'm just wondering are they gonna have the big spot where with the long ladder up against the barricade, someone usually goes through the ladder. Probably going to have that, just not sure who's it going to be. I would suspect, if they want to make the fans happy, it would be Grayson Waller gets thrown through that ladder. Um, but this one, I'm kind of hard for me to predict who I think is going to win this one. Because, I mean, they're, they've been building up Kamala Hayes very well. Um, Santos has been... Having a good, solid run as well. Tola Sequoia, they've been building him up pretty solidly. Grayson Waller has had a lot of momentum as the chicken shit heel that the fans just love to hate. Then again, Cameron Grimes, uh, big fan favorite, sentimental favorite in this match. Um, again, who I would want to win? Cameron Grimes. But looking at the lineup as of right now, based on all the momentum for that all five men have going into this, I'm inclined to predict that 
Cameron, uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, is going to retain the championship in this one. Then we have uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo, which, yeah, this is going to be Tommaso Ciampa's final match on NXT. Whether or not that means he's going to be on the main roster or if he's leaving NXT completely like Johnny Gargano did and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, uh, we shall see. Um, but yeah, this is going to be Ciampa's swan song for NXT. Um, very sad to see him go. The promo that he cut uh, on NXT this week was a very heartfelt promo. Um, tucked at the heartstrings for sure. So so this is going to be a, an emotional match for sure. For the fans especially. Um, since they've been try- doing a very good job of building up a lot of the younger talent on NXT 2.0. Um, I'm inclined to believe that Tony D'Angelo is going to be the one to come out on top here. But as it is, Ciampa's swan song. And he's been the pulse of NXT for the last seven years. I'm, I would think maybe that they're going to give it to Tommaso Ciampa to give him a grand send-off. Um, then we also come up to the Fatal 4-Way NXT Women's Championship match. Mandy Rose defending against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. And this is a pretty cool concept because Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray won the uh, Women's Dusty Cup. And um, instead of cashing in for a tag team championship match, they're ca- they cashed in to on the Women's Championship to make it a Fatal 4-Way, which pretty cool. Never been done before, to my knowledge at least, uh, of from any other similar tournaments uh, and other promotions. So this is going to be a fun one. Uh, I am a fan of all four women, yes, uh, including Mandy Rose. I do enjoy her. I have enjoyed her very much since her return to NXT as the leader of Toxic Attraction and having, a, my opinion, a pretty pretty solid run as women's champion. Cora Jade is doing pretty well coming up um, uh, in these last few months. Io Shirai, of course, uh, has a proven... Um, talent as well, and Kaylee Ray, longest reigning UK women's champion. Um, now, the way the story has been building up the last few months, I would th- want, like to say that I think Kaylee Ray is going to be the one to win this and become the new women's, uh, NXT women's champion. But I'm thinking it's going to go to Cora Jade. Uh, I'm thinking that it might, but at the same time, they might want Mandy Rose to retain, so they can probably build her up some more as well. Yeah, so right now my prediction, either Cora Jade or Mandy Rose. Uh, and then for the NXT Tag Team Championship Triple Threat, Imperium defending against the Creed Brothers and MSK. And again, another match where I'm a fan of everyone involved. The Creed Brothers have been uh, one of my favorites since their debut. They've been improved a lot uh, in such a short amount of time. You know, they are very natural talent. They're... I would compare them to world's greatest head team, Shelton Benjamin, rather, and uh, Charlie Haas. So, you know, still a lot of potential and growth. Uh, they're very young, so th- they're limitless uh, potential for them. MSK is a lot of fun as well, though Nash Carter's got some 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 allocations on him right now. So maybe WWE might want to distance themselves from that. Uh, so maybe they might not be so inclined for MSK to become two-time tag team champions. So maybe Imperium will retain, or they might award it to the Creed Brothers, you know, the winners of the Dusty Cup as well. Another match that we have on here, uh, speaking of Imperium, we have LA Knight taking on 
Gunther, the former Walter. This one will be a fun, hard-hitting match for sure. I mean, Gunther, Walter, whatever you prefer to call him. Yeah, when he chops you, it's no joke. So, and again, another match where I'm a fan of both participants. Uh, LA Knight, I've been a fan of his since Eli Drake when I first learned of him on Impact Wrestling seven years ago. And watching more of his work when, on uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood as well as NWA Power when he was there for the for that brief time. Um, so, I would want LA Knight to win, but maybe Gunther is going to be the one to come out on top. But... I'm going to go ahead and predict that LA Knight's going to win this one. And then we have our main event, NXT Championship. Dolph Ziggler defending against Braun Breaker, uh, the Hall of Fame nephew. Um, and Hall of Fame nephew of Scott, Hall of Fame son of Rick. Um, this one is going to be a fun matchup. And with Dolph Ziggler, very likely going to be a match of the night. Uh, potential match of the year, even. Because, you know, with Dolph Ziggler... Very rarely does he have a bad match. You know, he has at least a good match every time. Um, and Braun Breaker has come a long way since his debut last September. And he's another one that has, has limitless potential and has improved very a lot very quickly in his short time on NXT. Um, and has a bright future, that's for sure. And... But, I mean, do I think he's going to... They're going to want to give him the big win on here in front of a bigger crowd uh, over in Dallas, Texas? Yeah, I think that's what their plan is going to be. So, yeah. I think Braun Breaker is going to come out on top and be a two-time NXT champion when all is said and done on NXT Stand and Deliver. And that takes us to later on that day. WrestleMania, Saturday. We have... As of right now, there are 14 matches and one, you know, main event segment scheduled for WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania Saturday, April 2nd. We have pretty, st- the whole weekend is a pretty stacked lineup. But for night one, WrestleMania Saturday, we have uh, to kick it off. I'm thinking this might be the match to open the show. It's uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, a story going all the way back to SummerSlam of last year where Becky Lynch made her triumphant return after more than a year off uh, to have where she was pregnant, had a baby, and came back and beat Bianca Belair in 20-whatever seconds. Um, Yeah, so that's a story that's been building up for several months, and it's finally culminating to WrestleMania, Bianca Belair winning, uh, and then a more contender spot at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Sorry, premium live event. Um, and Becky Lynch had not being defeated for the Raw Women's Championship since winning it at WrestleMania 35. So, a lot of story, a lot of... A lot of great storytelling, in my opinion. Because Bianca wants to get her win back. Becky Lynch has not been pinned or in three years has not been pinned or submitted in three years has not been defeated for this championship since winning it ever so many 35 and then the story with you know becky trying to chop off bianca's hair this week on raw but then bianca turned it around on her chopped a few locks of hair on lynch so yeah lynch is po'd right now and she's coming from blood with bianca this saturday for wrestlemania this one has so much potential to be the match of the night and maybe even the match of the entire weekend. Uh, because Becky Lynch, 
knows how to turn it on when in the big time matches, big time backs, you know, obviously. And then Bianca Belair, one of the best athletes in WWE right now. But this one is very hard for me to predict. So I'm going to go ahead and predict Bianca Belair to become new Raw Women's Champion and get her win back on Becky Lynch, get her revenge on Becky Lynch. But if Becky retains, I won't mind that. Then um, we move on to the first of the celebrity matches on the card. It's Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on The Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah, I know. Logan Paul is not a popular, popular name amongst fans like myself. But WrestleMania was built on the celebrity, you know, atmosphere. Um, so I don't mind it as much as a lot of fans seem to mind heavily. Um, and The Miz, another celebrity ma match uh, being involved here at WrestleMania. Of course, last year was the tag match teaming with John Morrison against Damian Priest and Bad Bunny, which turned out to be a much better match than everyone anticipated. So I'm actually kind of expecting the same thing here with Logan Paul. I mean, I'm not expecting a five-star classic out of this man, but it's going to be at least an entertaining match. And the way the story has been building up, pretty clear it's going to be a win for Rey and Dominic Mysterio. But the thing I'm really looking forward to is what kind of outfits Rey and Dominic are going to be wearing. Uh, I've been thinking that Rey is, is going to have some kind of like Moon Knight-inspired attire, especially since Moon Knight premieres this week. Actually, when this uploads, it'll it'll premiere on Disney+. Plus. Uh, that'll be an exciting show to check out as well. Um, or they might do like a matching like father-son kind of thing like maybe they'll do like batman and robin or something who knows um either way it's going to be a pretty cool and exciting match and yeah ray and dominic to come out victorious in this one then we have drew mcintyre versus happy corbin a, a story that's been building up for several months as well and uh, and surprisingly i'm very into it i mean i'm not the biggest corbin fan but they've been building this one up pretty good because Corbin has not been defeated since becoming Happy Corbin. And also there's the story of him no one ever kicking out of the end of days. Um, so that's going to be an exciting thing to check out. If Because I, be I believe Drew is being built up to be one. The first to defeat Happy Corbin since he's become Happy Corbin. And the first to kick out of the end of days. And that's going to get a huge pop. Uh, at least I th would hope that it would. Because I don't know how... How how many fans realized how significant that would be for him to be the first one to kick out of the end of days. So, but that's my prediction. Happy Corbin is going to uh, eat a Claymore kick and not be so happy anymore. And then him and Mad Cat Moss will split up and Drew McIntyre will hopefully be on his way to another world championship uh, run down the line and then we also come to uh the smackdown tag team championships the usos uh defending against shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs and this one's gonna be a fun match that's for damn sure um again not expecting it to be a five-star classic uh but it's gonna be a fun match no matter what because shinsuke is phenomenal in the ring usos phenomenal in the ring rick boogs great in the ring and entertaining as hell so but my prediction, because of probably what I'm thinking is long-term storytelling for the entire weekend, I'm thinking that the Usos are going to lose the championships to Nakamura and Rick Boogs. 
so that they can have like that element of oh shit the bloodline is you know you know is failing they're gonna fall apart they're not gonna you know win this weekend roman's gonna lose blah 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 and i think that they're gonna do that kind of to throw us off and then you know well i'll get to that one for night two but yeah my prediction uh nakamura and rick boogs to become the new smackdown tag team champions and then we have new dave taking on sheamus and rich holland with butch in their corner the former pete dunn uh yeah kind of a silly name but you know i i'm over it already this one's gonna be a good match for sure uh especially you know they have the story of them injuring you know rich holland injuring breaking the neck of big e which that really sucks and i hope he will be able to recover and return to the ring um hope he has a speedy recovery uh, I mean, obviously he's not watching this uh hey in the off chance that he is hope you have a, a very speedy recovery and you have a great recovery because we love you we miss you um this one feels kind of obvious that the new day would win to you know again avenge their fallen new day brethren um their fallen new day brother big e but i'm since they're built they've been trying to build up rich holland and you know the addition of butch pete dunn i'm thinking it's gonna be Seamus and rich holland to come out on top in this one and again i'm not expecting a five-star classic but this one's gonna be a very good match as well um and at the very least you know kofi and Woods will get some good, you know, hits on on Holland for this one. Then we have a match that was made official this week. Um, we have Seth freaking Rollins taking on a as of yet to be determined uh, opponent, who will be announced uh, in the ring when Rollins is there for the match, uh, chosen by Vince McMahon per the meeting that they had this past Monday before Monday Night Raw. And of course, a lot of speculation of who that opponent will be. A lot of rumors and uh, innuendo of who it could potentially be. I mean, it could be, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, this guy right here that I have, the little Funko Pop, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, is the one that's been very heavily speculated by wrestling fans and uh, wrestling journalists uh, for the past several weeks going into this one. Uh, but now there's speculation that it could be Shane McMahon. To take on Seth Rollins since that's another more rumor in innuendo that he's going to be involved in WrestleMania this weekend. Which, I mean, that would really piss off a lot of fans. And part of me is kind of hoping that that's going to be the that's what they go for. Just to see the reaction from fans. But, of course, I'm hoping it's going to be Cody Rhodes to make his triumphant return to the WWE after see, six years uh, that he had left in 2016. Which is funny because WrestleMania 32, Dallas, the AT&T Stadium, was Cody's last WrestleMania. And Seth Rollins missed that WrestleMania because he was out with an injury. And then Seth Rollins is back to for WrestleMania in Dallas this year. And this could be Cody's big triumphant return. And also, there's because there's a lot of story between Cody and Rollins. Because you know, Rollins was the first NXT champion awarded the belt uh well not awarded you know but like he won the tournament and was given the belt by dusty Rhodes and triple h and of course you know cody son of dusty Rhodes, and also shield and the Rhodes family had their nice little feud in the uh late late summer early autumn of 2013 so yeah there's a lot of story there um 
and just yeah, it would be just it would just be really cool to hear the you know Cody Rhodes Kingdom theme played here for WrestleMania in a packed stadium uh, in AT and T for Dallas, Texas. But whether regardless of who the opponent is going to be, who do I think is going to win the match? I would if it's Cody, I predict it's going to be that Cody would win. If it's not if it's not Cody, then Seth Rollins to win this one. And that also brings us to uh, the main event match that uh, for this pay-per-view, or this night of the show, that is expected to be the main event, is the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair defending against Rowdy Ronda Rousey. A match that has been several years in the making since the match they had at Survivor Series in 2018. And then, of course, the Triple Threat Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 35. Um, now... I'm hoping Ronda has improved since he, she made her return at the Royal Rumble this year. Uh, because of her first run, she did very well, picked it up very quickly, improved very quickly. She was the female Kurt Angle during those during that year that she was there. Um, but since returning this year, she's been kind of, I don't want to say sloppy, but not as polished as she was before. And of course, Charlotte Flair the best athlete of the women's division in WWE, my favorite woman wrestler in WWE currently, um, and having a lot to prove uh, against uh, the rowdy one uh, this year, and I'm predicting and I'm hoping that Charlotte Flair is going to be the one to come out on top, and I'm really hoping that this is going to be as great of a match as it could be and should be, and but yeah, my prediction Charlotte Flair to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship, tapping Ronda out to the figure eight, or whatever that other move is that she did to her on the parking lot that, on that one segment of SmackDown a few weeks ago. And then we have the main event segment. The, that's uh, um, it's expected to be the closing main event segment of the show. The KO show uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I mean, my Stone Cold t-shirt. Right now, my Austin 316 shirt, wearing my skull ring for Austin as well. So, how is this going to go? Um, I'm wondering just how much, because the big, one of the big rumors is that they wanted Austin to have an actual match with with Owens, and he turned it down, but that he was okay with this. So, I'm just wondering, how is it going to actually play out? Like, how much talking is there going to actually be, and how much of the brawling and fighting is there actually going to be? That's the you know, million-dollar question that a lot of us are wondering. Um, but either way, this is one of the most anticipated segments of the entire weekend. You know, the big return of Stone Cold Steve Austin in a marquee match segment, whatever you want to call it, uh, for WrestleMania with Kevin Owens. Uh, a lot of a lot of potential, a lot of things that can happen in this one. How it's gonna go? I really don't know, and, and at this point, I don't care how it's going to go. I'm just excited to see what's going to happen, and can't wait to see what the Texas Rattlesnake does on to close out WrestleMania Saturday, and then bringing us to WrestleMania Sunday. We have the Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Team Championship match. Uh, reigning champions Queen Zelina and Carmella defending against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Now, I was hoping this would have been an elimination match because I don't want it to be a complete clusterfuck of a match. That matches like this tend to be a lot of the time. But, 
with all the women involved, this is going to be a very, very good match, in my opinion. My hope, at least, is going to be a very good match. You know, Sasha Banks and Naomi, good team. They have their history and their chemistry. Queen Zelina and Carmella, they're fun and entertaining. They're a good team. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan have proven to be a pretty good team. And Natalia and Shayna Baszler, they're a no-brainer team that should have been teaming up from the beginning. I mean, come on. Queen of Spades, Queen of Hearts, they're both submission experts. I mean, come on. It's a no-brainer teaming them up. Now, is my now I'm just wondering who is going to be the team that's going to win this one because Rhea Ripley, former tag team champion Liv Morgan, has been on the path to championship gold for a few months now. Natalia, former champion as well. Gina Baszler, former champion. Sasha Banks is former champion. Um, Naomi, uh, former SmackDown Women's champion, not a tag team champion though. And Sasha Banks, she has not won a match at WrestleMania yet at all. I mean, she, has, she didn't win. At 32, the triple threat, the fatal four-way elimination at 33. She did not win the, she was in the women's battle royal at 34. Uh, did not win the tag team championship match at 35. Did not win the SmackDown championship match at 36. Did not win in her defense against Bianca Belair last year either. So is this the year that Sasha Banks gets her WrestleMania win? Possibly. Or it could also go to... You know, one of the Dark Horse teams here with Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan or Shayna Baszler and Natalia. Um, is it going to be Live for Live for Brutality or are we going to get the Queen of Spades and Hearts coming out on top in this one? Or are the cha current champions going to reign supreme here? As of right now, looking at it, unless something happens on SmackDown, my prediction is... Sasha Banks and Naomi to come out new SmackDown, not SmackDown, new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And then we come to our Anything Goes match. Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville. Now, this one, it's made, it was made Anything Goes because obviously they're going to have all kinds of crazy shenanigans going on in this one. They're going to involve the cast of Jackass in this one. That was obvious. We knew that that's what the plan was going to be when they started building this up before the Royal Rumble. It was obvious that that's what the plan was going to be. So, again, not expecting a five-star classic, but this one's going to be a fun match for sure. Um, and pretty obvious they're going to want to give it to Johnny Knoxville because how you know how many times when celebrities fight at WrestleMania, how many of them lose? Very rarely do they lose. So, yeah, Johnny Knoxville is going to come out on top. I'm just wondering what kind of crazy spots they're going to have. You know, and who's gonna be? Are they gonna? Is they, are, are they? Are they gonna have Steve-O involved? Are they gonna bring in Chris Pontius to do some stuff? Is I'm pretty sure Wee Man is gonna do something. And you know what? If they involve Wee Man for shits and giggles, I hope they bring in Hornswoggle to even things out because that would be just a hilarious moment for everyone. And then we got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, a match that a lot of fans are very, very excited to see. If you you know paying attention to segments on SmackDown and social media. A lot of fans cannot stand Austin Theory. He is he has done such a good job of being that asshole heel that you want to see get punched in the face so badly. And Pat McAfee has got the fans solidly behind him. Uh, and I mean he's just awesome. Um especially after you know checking out his interviews on his on his show the with some with Vince and Brock Lesnar and John Cena, a few other people and uh, he's just—he's a lovable personality, and he's an—and he's—he's proven himself in the ring, well, during his feud with Adam Cole. So, this one's gonna be a good match for sure. Um, 
and I'm, I would like I I think Pat McAfee is gonna he is gonna win this one also. Um, just how he's gonna win, I'm not sure. I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that they might involve Undertaker somehow, where he's gonna just he's just gonna murder Austin Theory and help Pat McAfee win. Because I feel like something like that's gonna happen. But yeah, Pat McAfee to win his match against Austin Theory. And we have the Raw Tag Team Championship Triple Threat. Rating champions RK Bro defending against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Now, all three teams are amazing teams. RK Bro was a random team put together, and they've proven to be one of the best and most entertaining teams in WWE. Um, and they've had a great run, a great buildup going into this. And I think this is going to be where we finally get the breakup of RK Bro. Um, uh, but I think that they the way they they they're not going to give us obvious Orton turning on Riddle. That they might swerve us and Riddle turns on Orton. Um, that's my think. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, and especially because, but then again, you know, they might go over the obvious route because you know Orton is just a great. He works great as a heel, so that's I think that's what what they might do. Um, but it's just who's going to be the team that causes that breakup? You know, is it going to be Street Profits or is it going to be the Alpha Academy? Um, I'm thinking it might be Street Profits because they haven't had a, a, a championship run in a while. And plus, you know, they're due for a good WrestleMania moment, in my opinion, at least. So especially because the promo that kind of helped start this thing off, um, you know, Orton, you know, declining the offer or the challenge for from the street profits for wrestlemania and riddle insisting that they give them the match it's you know where i think that they're gonna lose the match and then Orton's gonna blame riddle and just murder him in the middle of the ring which i mean it's had a good. They've had a good run, like I said, and like I said, they've been one of the most entertaining tag teams in WWE in a very long time. So that's gonna be a fun story that we can see play out, and gonna have some great matches between them, assuming that that's how it's gonna go. But yeah, I would as of right now, my prediction: Street Profits to come out new Raw Tag Team Champions, and then the match that I think is gonna very likely steal the show, steal the whole weekend. Edge versus AJ Styles, um, the phenomenal AJ Styles and the re- I guess reborn Edge uh, with his new Alter Bridge theme song. You know, the other side uh, is a very awesome song. If you haven't checked it out, I'm sure a lot of you have checked that out already by now. But this is a match that's going to be just you know, no pun intended, f- absolutely phenomenal because you know, both men. Two of the best to ever be in the WWE. Um, they can have a great match with pretty much anybody, um, and they and I know that they'll be able to pull out some amazing, amazing work from each other um, because they are both perfectionists and they like to deliver the best match for the fans. Um, and uh, the way the story has been building up. It can go either way because I'm sure they're gonna have at least at least one or two more matches after this. Because um, yeah, this this match, this story has the potential to just give us the 
the greatest matches in WWE history, you know, or some of them at least, you know, like, I mean, look at the, the matches that Edge had with Rollins and so many ma- great matches that AJ Styles has had in his six-year WWE career. Um, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be match that I'm. This is the ma- the match I'm looking forward to the most, really. Um, but again, just who, as far as who I think is gonna win this one, I don't know. It's really hard to say, like, because if they want to continue this past WrestleMania and have at like I said at least one or two more matches. You would want to kick it off by having AJ Styles win the first match so that Edge can be just so consumed uh, by it that he, he can't ex- accept that he lost and he will want to, you know, get that win back. So AJ Styles to win this one. And then another matchup was added to WrestleMania this week was Omos, you know, basically having an open challenge saying that nobody can beat him and blah, blah, blah. And the returning almighty Bobby Lashley came out and answered that challenge. And uh, was one of the first people to knock Omos off his feet with a very powerful shoulder tackle after three attempts this week. And uh, yeah, fans are silently behind Bobby Lashley. Um, especially, and especially me because I cannot stand Omos. Omos has not improved at all, in my opinion, in his run in WWE, he's just trash, he's, you want to talk about five moves of doom, that's, that's what he is, it's literally, running shoulder tackle, body slam, choke slam, you know, press slam, this is my house, blah, 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 you know, yeah, he's, he's trash in the ring, and I hate that AJ Styles was, you know, saddled with him for almost a year, like, a bit, with Bobby Lashley involved in this one, this actually might be a pretty decent match. Might be, might end up being Omos' best match that he's ever had. And hopefully, Bobby Lashley will win, and this will send Omos packing, you know, out of there. Because I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to hope that he'll be fired from WWE, but just I, 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 I wouldn't be upset if he was not there anymore. Honestly, but yeah, hoping and predicting Bobby Lashley to win this one. Which comes to the main event of WrestleMania, the biggest match in WrestleMania history, the biggest match of all time, the winner takes all, unification, champion versus champion, the beast incarnate, WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, versus the head of the table, tribal chief, universal champion, Roman Reigns, a story that has been building up for a long time, not just since Brock returned at SummerSlam. This is a story that is the culmination of from 2015 to now, from WrestleMania th- their match at WrestleMania 31, and then WrestleMania 34, the cage match at the Greatest Royal Rumble pay-per-view, the match at SummerSlam 2018, their match at Crown Jewel last October, to now this. The culmination of so much back and forth, so much betrayal, um, all kinds of crazy shit that's gone down between the two men. You know, betrayal from Paul Heyman by both sides, and you know Roman Reigns being the best that he's been on his entire WWE run as the Tribal Chief, and then Brock Lesnar being the hottest that he's been in his entire career. For you know, this year marks 20 years of Brock Lesnar, so. 
lot a lot of history, a lot of momentum going into this from both of them. Uh, and this one is another one that has the potential to be the match of the night, match of the weekend, match of the year candidate. Um, this this is. I know a lot of fans were upset that they're doing it as a unification, you know, because they wanted, you know, and also just, oh, how many times are gonna have Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? I mean, yeah, I get it. A lot of fans tired of seeing so many matches all over and over again but it's not like we've seen it's not like how, how many times they did randy Orton and john cena seriously the same like they were doing that almost every week for a long time this i mean WrestleMania 31 WrestleMania 34 greatest for rumble SummerSlam 2018 crown jewel and then this this is only their sixth match since 2015 six matches since 2015 so it's Really not that big of a number. Really not that many times that they fought each other. Again, it's not like Randy Orton and John Cena, where they had they've had like twenty something matches between twenty two thousand seven and twenty fourteen. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, this and they're calling it the biggest match in history, biggest WrestleMania match of all time. For the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Um, this one is another one that's very hard to predict. Because it can go either way. We we don't know what WWE's plans are after this match. Um, but. If they're going to have. Are they going to have more matches after this? I don't know. I personally would not mind it. If they do. Um, I mean, cause, but are we going to have Brock Lesnar? As the, the the new unified champion, or is the tribal chief Roman Reigns going to be the new unified champion? What I want, and I am predicting it's going to happen, is that Roman Reigns is going to be the one to win this match, unify the championships. Um, hopefully, we'll get a brand new championship belt. Um, I, you know, wishful thinking if they would bring back the big gold championship belt or have an updated version of the you know attitude era big eagle belt uh, or just something other than just the big w belt that they've had for the last uh see they introduced this one well the original one in 2013 then this one in 2014 but yeah the last eight eight or nine years that they've had the w championship hopefully they'll have something different coming out of it um, and really, honestly, I wish they would do that for all the belts, because the only belts that are different are the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships. Everything else is the same version of the other, just with different colors. Um, but yeah, this one, I'm predicting Roman Reigns to win and be the reigning, defending, undisputed, unified heavyweight champion of the world. And, uh, he'll be in the ring celebrating holding up both belts, and then he's interrupted by The Rock, and Rock just lays him out, rock bottom, people's elbow, sends the fans home happy, setting up their match for WrestleMania Hollywood next year. That's my prediction for that. Um, whether or not it's going to actually go that route, I don't know, but I'm sure that's what a lot of fans are hoping. We shall see. And, um, yeah, that's going to do it for my predictions for WrestleMania and my predictions for Stand and Deliver. Um, what do you think is going to happen at WrestleMania? You know, do your predictions line up with mine? Do your predictions go with the other direction? Or do you have some off-the-wall predictions of what's going to happen? Um, let me know. You can leave a comment in the video 
down below for on YouTube. You can reach me on my social media. All the direct links are down there in the description. You know, Twitter, Instagram, Vero, Snapchat, um, my wrestling page. If y'all want to check that out, down for the count on Facebook. Um, again, all the direct links are down there. And you can also subscribe to the Menacites Podcast if you're not already. YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Podcast, CastBox, Radio Public, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Podbean, and um, Reason is the other one. Yeah, apparently the breaker doesn't work anymore, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, subscribe to all those. You can also support me if you could be so kind by buying a t-shirt from the Minnesota Podcast Store. That direct link is in the description as well. <sighs> yeah. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you. Do I truly and truly, genuinely do. And I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, taking care of yourselves, taking care of your loved ones, being good people that I know you can be. And um, yeah, this has been the Men in Science Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one. Bye-bye.